Welcome to the Trash Hour, spooky Halloween edition. This is... Boom. Who are you? Who am I? I'm Nick. Who are you? I'm Laura. But are we like ghosts of each other? Like I'm ghost Nick. I'm spooky Nick. I'm Laura. So what we do every week is we go through the trash of the world and we pull out the best gems, the stuff that we think is the most fun, the most interesting, or in this case... The spookiest. And we uh, bring it to you in the form of a 30-minute podcast called The Trash Hour. You can find it wherever you found it. Probably on (laughs) iTunes. It is on iTunes or any other platform that you like to use. And if you would like to review us, only five-star reviews are accepted. Mm -hmm. And you can do that. You can leave whatever comments you want in the comments, but just give five stars regardless exactly. of what you Exactly. Just think say of this it. is a garbage podcast, no pun intended. This is <laughs> terrible, but five stars. And that way other as people advertised. can find it and other people can have fun as advertised. So Laura, what'd you do this weekend? You had some Halloween fun, right? Yeah. You well, seem like a person that would really be into Halloween. Why do you say that? I don't know, you're fun, you're outgoing, you're crafty. That's all the perfect. Yeah, that's spot on. Witches brew. Also, my for a good Halloween has, has always been into Halloween, and so I was indoctrinated early on. Oh, are we gonna have switching music throughout? The whole time. I'm a huge fan of this. We're not using any of the normal music for someone who hates. Like Halloween has never been like a scary. It celebrates scariness. Okay. It's always just been for me. It's always just been like the fun of making costumes and going out and getting yeah. candy, which I guess it is a lot for for a lot of people but um one scary aspect that we did always do was at my grandparents house they had like a townhouse and we were way out in the woods so we would never stay home for halloween we'd always go into town very spooky very spooky and they lived in a very popular trick-or-treating neighborhood and so they had this huge picture window in the front of their house and Mm -hmm. my brother would dress up as a skeleton and play like spooky music on their keyboard and we had like a fog machine and people would be like is that is that a real person playing like you you couldn't quite see it to judge whether it was real or not but it's fun spooky it's not horror scary right yeah Although, <laughs> then people would walk up and they'd be focused so much on the picture window setup that they walk up to the front door. And as you walk to the front door, there was this little window to your side. Mm-hmm. And as they're like ringing the doorbell and waiting for somebody to open the door and give them free candy, the picture window would just slowly open next to them. Uh. My dad would just like whisper like, Happy Halloween, <laughs> right next to their <laughs> ear as they're totally distracted. No, well, that's like, a good the scare. And, yeah. And we, there was a lot of different reactions. Some people were like, whoa, what are you? And some people would just be like, ah, and run down without getting their candy. See, that's a great spook. I've never been into Halloween. I've only recently started getting into like spooky things or creepy things <laughs> um, because I suffer from sleep paralysis. What? Have I told you this? No. Ne- this has never come up before. So sleep paralysis is, is essentially when you're falling asleep or you're waking up, part of your body wakes up or falls asleep before the other one does in terms of brain versus body. So, so you're like when you're, locked in syndrome for a little bit? Yes. So when you're waking up, your body or your brain wakes <sighs> up, terrifying. but not your body. And so you're paralyzed, fully awake. But because your brain is still in a state of sleep, you hallucinate and like dream in real life. Uh. So if I see anything scary, 
it will appear in a sleep paralysis. It'll be like for references me. to yeah. what you. Yeah. So like after seeing like even a trailer for Babadook, ah, like Babadook. a week later, Babadook was like in no! my room and I was like trapped and it was like coming at me. Nick! Yeah. Yeah. So are you okay? Have you seen a no, therapist for this? No, 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 you can't. No, there's like no real cure for <laughs> Can it. Can you like t- take Medicaid? Why has it just started recently? No, it's been my whole life probably since. Oh, okay. I got a little bit as a teenager, then it went away and it came back after college. Is I think, it like, per- is it worse by stress? Uh, it's caused mostly by, uh, fascinatingly enough, completely erratic sleep schedules. Oh, great. Like if you're, if you don't sleep well. Radio is a great profession. Right. Yeah, exactly. I wake up. Fix that. I have no circadian rhythm. So, uh, yeah, so I don't really do Halloween and I'm not, I'm also lazy. That also needs to be said. I'm super lazy. I don't like doing costumes. Yeah. As a kid, I I would go as like a a bank robber and I would wear all black, like a black, uh, uh, beanie and I would have a sack or a yeah, pillowcase with like a sharpie a yeah, dollar, dollar sign, sign on it. <laughs> but even that was Classic. too much work. I was like, oh, I got to do this now. Have and you then, ever done like the sheet with two holes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, your go-to? funny enough, <laughs> I did that in high school. I thought it would be cute. I'm like, oh, this is funny. Like, I'll just wear a sheet and then whatever it's I want ironic. under it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And I get there and I'm a freshman or a sophomore, I think. And these guys are cornering me in the hall and they're like, what? You think the KKK is funny? Oh, and I was like, no, I'm a ghost. It's so obviously a ghost. It's Halloween. It's obviously a ghost. Why would I do that? Why do you have this voice? I don't know. Because I was a timid uh, 14 year old. You sound, oh, you're doing like a baby voice? I was thinking you're doing like mafia. No. Why would I think that? You come into my house, you accuse me you of like. You think I come into your cake, home cake. and disrespect you in that way? <laughs> yeah. No. Anyway, uh, so ha- Halloween's a lot of fun, but I-, I don't do anything for Halloween. I don't go out. I don't. I'm lazy. You went out on Friday to my house. Yeah, Laura had a very nice get together on Friday, and that was fun. Um, but it wasn't really a Halloween. It was more of like a fall. No, theme. I carved a pumpkin while we were hanging out, but nobody. I else forgot did. about that. <laughs> Yeah, it, that's a weird situation. Where, I thought people would get into like craftiness. And well, I didn't do know it. the, I was the protocol because <laughs> I didn't bring a pumpkin to carve. I was like, oh, those are Laura's pumpkins. <laughs> All three. Of I them. didn't bring a pumpkin. <laughs> Carving one pumpkin is not enough. Well, anyway, but you did a great job. Do you have a picture of that Thanks. pumpkin? Um, because you should post it on your Instagram. Yeah, I just put it out this morning, and then subsequently it right. started to rain. But um, we'll you, see if it's still existing when I get home. All right, because it was a great pumpkin. It's a punk punk. It, it was. It was like a punk skeleton, skeleton head with punk. the mohawk. Yeah, yeah. Looking to the side, it's really great. You should put that on your Instagram. And what's your handle? I'm big on on um, punny things. My handle is Loro Lock, L A U R O L S E K. Nice. So I don't have spooky music because no spooky music came out this week, but I can give you some spooky music right now if you get your pen out oh, okay. and you write this down. The soundtrack to Over the Garden Wall is on Spotify. Fantastic. Very spooky. Stranger Things 2, not the soundtrack, the score. Uh, oh. The score. So the music that they play for scenes, not for like musical transitions. You know, not like oh, Thriller. I've never known the difference between those. Yeah, so the soundtrack is like the pop music, the popular music that they will play in a movie. Yeah. But the score is like the orchestral stuff. Right. The, you know, and that, the Stranger Things 2. Does that mean it was too. made specifically for that? Yes. Oh, okay. And the Stranger Things 2 score is awesome. So those two things you should check out. Oh, if you want, yeah. not to say spooky, but you know, a little Halloween vibes going on. Rare. 
The first song from the playlist is from an artist called Moo. Moo. M and O with the line through it. Oh, okay. And it's the song When I Was Young. She had that song Lean On with Major Lazer. That was a oh, number yeah, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were so high. I love this. This is fantastic. This is so good. I love her voice because it it's always so sounds different. like it's on the cusp of cracking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is more like the stuff she did when she was more of an alternative, kind of weird artist before she got signed to a major label. Oh, okay. She was kind of out there and weird, yeah. and now she's kind of getting back to oh, that. Oh, nice. And then this walk- feels a little Halloween-y. Yeah, it does. You're right. <laughs> it can it can be used for that. And then Walk the Moon has another song coming out. I believe they have a full album coming out in two weeks. Oh, sweet. And this song is called Surrender. Looking forward to the record. I'm sure they have some great songs on it. Some like yeah, really fun that'll be stuff. Yeah, fun. That's good. You know that song, uh, "Shut Up and Dance." Yeah. Like every time that gets played anywhere, like a bar or a sports event, people just lose their yeah. minds for that song. Yeah. I love songs that make people get up and dance. Yeah, where it's a command. <laughs> it's an imperative. Yeah. Um. So we really haven't had anything from Mr. Worldwide in a while. Also known as Mr. Three Hundred Five. Oh. Um. But now he's back. With Fifth Harmony. I just feel like this song came out three months too late. Why? I feel like Latin music is making a big, like, splash on the pop. Oh, yeah. Latin music has a lot of influence now, especially with, like, Mi Gente and a lot of songs like that. But it sounds so good in the summer. Oh. It doesn't sound yeah. as good yeah, in the winter. Yeah. That's true. I can feel that. And feel plus you. the album cover, it's like palm trees with Pitbull on it. <laughs> Less approved. Uh, one of my favorite singer-songwriters, Brian Fallon, formerly of the rock band The Gaslight Anthem, has a new song out called Forget Me Not off of an upcoming LP. <laughs> Another very danceable song. Yeah, you know, I like that his drum voice beat. a lot too. Oh, his voice is the best. Got a little bit of that shuffle, that swing to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. He's a lot of fun. It's good. Uh, great live show as well. He's actually coming in May. I think May 1st. He's playing at the Royale. Oh, fun. And then the go to beds. They're a band from Canada, I believe. They have a song out called Flowers Avenue. Laura, this is the one song every week that you're probably going to pass on. Prep myself. Ah, 
stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just very. I feel like there. You know, when you start watching a YouTube video or listening to like a song on Pandora or something, and you and you feel like there's something extra going on, and then realize that like one of your tabs has like a song playing in an ad. Oh yeah. This is what I that feel like when like... I'm listening. <laughs> it's like there's some just like take something out of it, and it'll be a lot better. Hmm. <laughs> Wow, that was very There's kind of you. There's something else happening that shouldn't be happening. It's just like a wall of sound. Yeah. Like there's no space. It's just like all mushed together coming at you yes. at once. I love it. But Okay. We're saying the same thing, but then afterward I say I hate it and you say I love it. So I believe we have a weird wire, Laura. Yes, I do. Is this um, going to be a game? Is this just going to be stories? Is. What are we doing? I'm do- I guess it's sort of... Jeopardy, which I think I did pretty recently, but it's like fill in the blank. Awesome. All right. So the first one is the highest court in Massachusetts decided that a man convicted of involuntary manslaughter should get a new trial because two jurors at his original trial did this during testimony. Two jurors were doing this during the testimony and therefore... Oh, they was banging. (laughs) Just in court, you think two people were just having... Oh, okay. No, like in the back room, okay. you know? Like in that complicated the decision. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be a very quality weird wire story. It's um less spicy. Oh. They were just sleeping. Straight up sleeping during the testimony. I mean, I I don't blame them. And so Have you ever gotten And any- they were never quizzed about like what they heard? So like what they what details they got? Maybe they were sleeping during unimportant parts. There's no unimportant part of a trial, Laura. <laughs> Everything that is admitted is evidence. Have you ever been on a jury? I have not been on a jury. I've gotten out every time. Oh, okay. um, have you tried to get out or did yes, it just oh, okay. every time? Well, one was interesting. So in high school, I used to work for a law firm. I was a uh, receptionist. Oh, uh, fun fact. And the best part was it was a very old hat kind of law firm, and pe- the clients would call in. And I would answer the phone and be like, hello. Yeah. And they were like, oh, is this one of the attorneys? And I'm like, no, I am the receptionist. I am 16. How may I direct your <laughs> call? And because uh, they were expecting, you know, right. the receptionist before me who was a woman. Yeah. And while I was there, a lot of the cases involved like slip and falls. Like this oh, yeah. law firm defended businesses where people were trying to like climb shelves to reach things would sue because there wasn't a sign not to climb the shelves and so I got into a case that was like exactly that Uh, they tried to impanel me for that Oh, and I was like hey I used to work at a law firm that dealt with this stuff and I think that and that threw you out? well I said that I found on the company side I said that I found attorneys who take on these cases in a prosecution manner are, uh, or and plaintiff, plaintiff attorneys in oh. that manner are very slimy, and I don't oh. trust them. And that got me right out. So, yeah, I would do it. Um, but I had the employee pedigree to prove it. Oh, yeah. So that got me out. I'm curious. I've I've never even Been had called. jury duty. I have it coming up in April, and so oh. next April. Honestly, I would kind of want. I mean, it's a nuisance scheduling wise, but like I think it'd be kind of. I wouldn't mind sitting on a case. Be in court. I've never been in court before. Yeah, it's weirdly formal. Like, really formal. That's a great, like, social experience slash experiment. Um, I would like to be on a jury, as long as it wasn't, like, a gang case. (laughs) Why? Because your name is, like, recorded as a jury member. 
And they would like take you out? Maybe they would come. I don't know. Have you ever seen The Godfather? No, actually. Yeah, yeah. You're from Idaho. You don't know how these things work. Dude, with, like, with, like mafia and gang stuff, like there's retaliation. Even on jurors? Oh, yeah. Yikes. They'll try to like intimidate jurors. Well, luckily, there's not a lot of gang violence happening in Boston. There was a, uh, a famous case. I forget what it was, but someone allowed a package to be delivered to a witness. And inside the package was like a dead canary basically saying like if oh, you squeal like we're dang. gonna kill you and so yeah that extends to jurors as well so i would not want to be on that case i want to be on like a car accident case i like how gang communication is all like symbolic and like cryptic you'd have to be like you're not just like who gifted my cat a canary she doesn't like canaries you have to be like you know what a canary means and it's dead and so if you speak, everything means dead i feel <laughs> everything <laughs> fair. okay we're still doing weird wire on to the next tale a Long Island woman was busted Saturday after robbing a bank while she left this in her getaway car. Her phone. Um, no. You know, because you have like the phone holder, like what that Uber drivers have, and she yeah. got in the getaway car, popped it in, like gotta get directions. Yeah. Punched in, left it in. I like where you're coming from. It was in fact her 11 year old daughter. <laughs> Oh wow! Oops. Wait, Wait your here, daughter honey. was Mom's in your. Mom's gotta run an errand. Your daughter was in the getaway. Wait, what was she robbing again? It was again? a. It was uh, a bank. A bank. You bi- rob a bank. Yeah. With a child in the car. Yeah. I, I, so I'm not judging this mother like being a quote like bad mom. I'm saying from a practical standpoint. <laughs> She's probably doing it for her daughter. But from a practical standpoint, you can't have dead weight like that. No. Eleven you year olds can't run fat. as fast as cops. <laughs> They can't drive. Well, they're, in a car. they're really just dead weight. <laughs> Have you seen Baby Driver? She probably couldn't get a babysitter. Have you seen Baby Driver? No. The movie. It's about like bank heists. Oh. And there's there can be a lot of you have to be on your game yeah, you to be get this stuff to work. That that yeah. Uh, process. Yeah. Wow. All yeah. right. How much did how much did she get away with before she was caught? How much money? Yeah. Did it say? No. I just said like a bunch of cash from the teller. All right. So it probably wasn't that much. Yeah. Tale number three. Southern Illinois University in Carbondale has seen at least eight confirmed sightings of this in washing machines on campus in the last year, leading them to believe it's deliberate foul play. They find this in washing machines. Interesting. Hmm. So washing machines, you can't open them after the wash has been started. Because they lock. Um, I think there's like a... Maybe it depends on the machine. Maybe it depends I on the machine. I have encountered, like, uprights, I think you always can. Oh, see, mine, mine you can't. Because water wouldn't, like, spew out. It's all down. Yeah. Because gravity okay. happens. That makes sense. Okay. Um, ooh. So, like, my first thought was a condom. You know? It's not that, but that, that's a very that would good be guess. gross as hell. Yeah, real gross. Um, or, like, a, a rock. That would to be like, sneaky, to too. Like, yeah, it would be. A rock to, like, damage the machine, maybe. Oh. But I don't know what the intent of the person is of the perp is i think it's shock shock value clue. okay dead animals gross but not right oh uh, it's actually poop oh ugh. <laughs> just pooping in uprights and leaving it for the next guy so at first they didn't know if it was deliberate because maybe somebody was just had accidents trying to wash their clothes they yeah. go to college they aren't going to like take it to a laundromat when they have these yeah. like student well, residents washing machines. Interestingly enough, I, like obviously that's disgusting, but 
if you're running a wash, like people will go, you know, accidentally in their pants or whatever, and then you put it in the wash and it gets taken out. So right. if it's already in the wash and then you run it through the wash, does it really matter? I don't think people like when they have an accident, they don't like leave the pile of poop on the clothing when they put it in. They probably like try and get most of it off, I would imagine, before mm. putting the soiled but clothing in. But I still in. think it would it would get taken out because like those washers can get a lot of stuff out, like dirt. Are you speaking from experience? I'm not speaking from direct experience. But, like, uh, <laughs> indirect experience, you've watched somebody else's poop? Uh, no. Okay. I, I'm just saying that you, washing machines saying, can get a lot out. A lot of stuff out. A lot right. of, you know, bloody clothes. Okay. <laughs> Mafia. <laughs> and the final. This is the only Halloween-related one. Wait, have I gotten none right so far? Yeah, no. Oh, God. Over. I, they've become tricky and broad. All right. This one. I bet you'll get this one. Pennsylvania Department of Health is warning parents to check kids' Halloween candy for this. I mean, obviously razor blades. Mm, that's old news. Old news. Uh, uh, check kids' candy for this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's a recent installment that could blend in with candy. A recent installment that could... To, like, like society. Pills? No, marijuana edibles. Oh, nice. Wait, <laughs> whoa, 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 hold on a second. Who is taking like an edible from someone's house? What do you mean? You don't put, who puts out like baked goods? But sometimes like, no, they have like wrapped candy, like marijuana chocolate and stuff. Weird. That you can buy. I've never seen that. Oh, really? No. No, they like have commercial like Commercial candies. grade weed candy. Yeah. Got it. I, I don't do weed. That have like professional. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the weed. I don't weed. do that drug. I don't do the weed. Um, I've never, I've never eaten a commercially made one, but I have seen like oh, in wrappers that look like, they look like organic wrapper. You know, it's not oh, like, course, it's not like course. Twix happens to have marijuana in it, but, it, but it. Wait, idea. <laughs> Twix, but with the weed in it. <sighs> Twix is so good. Nah, anyway, Three Musketeers is the best candy. Mm, Almond Joy. Allergic. <laughs> like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, yeah, so there's a significant presence of marijuana candy and other edible forms in New Jersey. All right. Um, in nearby states. We know and how so, to party. <laughs> I loved this article. Is like, concerned parents should check their ch- children's candy for unusual or homemade packaging or marijuana odor. Physical effects of marijuana include dizziness, shallow breathing, red eyes, dilated pupils, a dry mouth, and probably the desire to eat more Halloween candy. Yeah, definitely. And then you eat more of the weed candy. How do you tell when a kid's like, I want more candy? And you just tell because they're more chill? But maybe they're tired from trick-or-treating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything. And who knows why kids' eyes are red? They've got snot all over their faces all the time. It's not hard to check candy. You dump it all out, and you go like, all right, that looks good, that looks good. In the trading process, you'd think you would see it anyway. What trading process? Like when you and your cousins go trick-or-treating, and then you all lay out your piles and look at your haul, and then you're like, I don't like almond joys, I'll switch you for a Butterfinger, and you do that little back-and-forth trade. Oh, I guess we never really did that. Really? No. You just go with what you got? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, no, you got to do the trade, man. Mm. And then, or the parents would generally eat the candy that we didn't like. Oh my gosh, like, my parents were very respectful of our piles. Okay. Like if I didn't like something, my dad, my uncle would be like, "Oh, I'll eat it," and I'd be like, "All right, here you go." Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, they wouldn't raid our candy. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Although my mom I made did that later in life, she would raid my sister's candy. It would just be like gone, and we'd be like, "I mean, I would definitely do candy? that with my children. Like, how would they know? They have a bag full. They don't know. Just take a little bit every night. Take your tax. Yeah, but it. Uh, it Maybe adds my up. parents did do that. Yeah, I bet they did. And I just never knew. 
I guarantee that's what happened. But they didn't like ration it out. You know how some parents are like, you can only have one a night. And then you still have Easter. I mean, Halloween yeah. candy by Easter. Yeah. They didn't do that. Mm. I just. Our Halloween candy bunch. lasts like all year because like you forget about it. Like you put it in the cabinet. Yeah. And we just kind of forgot or, like, about it. Like after you get all the good ones and then you're kind of like digging through like Smarties and like hard candies. Oh, I love Smarties. Those are one of my favorites. It's I mean, they're like fine, sugar. but like you go for the chocolate first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because that can melt and that can uh, yeah. get nasty. All right. So since we didn't really have any spooky content so far, I, I have one spooky thing for you. Okay. All right. And this is a fun spooky. It's not really creepy spooky. It's more of like a fun spook, you know? All right. Are you familiar with numbers stations? No. So on the shortwave radio band, not the AM, FM, shortwave radio, like the one that truckers would use. Oh, okay. There are these stations that exist on various frequencies that could be heard around the world. And the broadcasts are are either nothing or just like beeps at random intervals, or sorry, at set intervals, random beeps, or sometimes little song jingles. And then at certain times during the day, the music will stop, and then a voice will read aloud a string of numbers in like a robotic monotone voice, repeat the string of numbers, and then the music will start again. Like would lottery you like to, winners? <laughs> like no, would you lost? Like to, <laughs> would you like to hear an example? Yes. So enthusiasts have nicknamed this number station the Swedish Rhapsody. The music starts to indicate that a message is coming. Okay. Oh, it's creepy music. So those were numbers. Yes, those were all numbers. Very hard to hear numbers. And so it repeats, it goes on, and more numbers are read. What? So people who found these stations are like, what are these? Yeah. And no government acknowledges them. Or will, they acknowledge like, that we'll they fess exist. Like, up to having something to do with them? Exactly. But people have traced the station signals, like, you know, random enthusiasts and people who are interested in this, to, like, military bases. Okay. And so, but no government has admitted to using one. Well, yeah, of course, if they're right. related to military bases. Right? So the question is, what are these used for? And in the 2000s, these have been going on for years. Like, it was a Cold War thing. It's like left o- Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a Cold War thing. But in, t- in the 2000s, some Cuban spies were arrested in the United States using the uh, using a number station to communicate with the Cuban officials. So they would receive spies would receive instructions from these stations. Oh, and those numbers okay. would mean like, all right, in like your notepad, go to yeah, this page, right. read this line, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, that, and they were arrested. Totally completely makes sense. Right. <laughs> That's like Da Vinci Code something. Yeah. The Russians have a bunch of them. There's a bunch of ones in Russian. There's a lot in English. Those are the two big languages. Uh, there's another one called the Lincolnshire Poacher, which people believe was used by the English. But they have not admitted it. Three, nine, seven, one, 
And it goes on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, I found this because, I don't know, I was in like a YouTube hole one day, like looking up like spooky sounds. Yeah. And this came up as like, what are these? And they're incredibly creepy because they're still in use. And think about it. When it's right in front of you and you're like, this is a secret message and I have no way of decoding it. Yeah. So that's just a recording of them. They're still all active. Right. That's the thing. (laughs) So, and it can't be traced. You know, like a text message could or an email could, these can't be traced. They're just put How out... How they trace it back to a military base? Well, if people, you know, use, like, certain location techniques to follow the signal. Oh. But what I'm saying is, like, the me- the messages can't be saved unless you're recording it. Oh. And then you can't crack the code because the notebooks that are used to decipher them are one-time pads. They can only be used once. And then after that, like, a Jeez. new one is issued with new... <laughs> You know, codes. Hey. So it's basically uncrackable, and they're still in use. Like this old technology, shortwave radio is still yeah. being used. I love it. <laughs> There's another one used by Russia. It's called the buzzer. I'm not going to play it for you because it's just like. Oh, Actually, you know what? I will play it for you. Okay. It's going to sound like your songs that you play of too much fuzziness. But that just goes on forever. And so the question is, what is this? And some people are suspecting that it might be a dead hand signal for Russia, which is basically like if something is taken out, like a command post is taken out by like a nuclear blast or something, then that will automatically trigger firing missiles back at the U.S., it's like in the what? case where do people come up with these i don't know how they figured that one out but these things do exist like these mechanisms where like if a command cannot be issued because of some event that it will trigger a mechanism that i just will fire. assume that should be the next plan of action yes, yes. the cold war was weird <laughs> oh, laura the cold war was really weird and so this thing is still going Message on not received. so you will now die yeah so let's hope that it uh keeps on buzzing <laughs> oh god Wow. So. That's eerie. Very spooky, right? Yeah. And they're still out there. You can find them. I don't want and to. And there's find like them. hundreds of them. And if you go online, there's a. It's the called the Conet Project, and it's all recordings of these stations. Given, it gets kind of old after a while. Yeah, I was going to say, if you, <laughs> once you get the gist. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, look into it. It's very, it's very, it's a fun spook. That it's is like, spooky. Ooh, what is this? That's pretty cool. Riddly spooky. So, will we be back next week, Laura? (laughs) I really think we will. All right, cool. Sometimes I say I'll be here, but on Sunday, then I can't remember what's happening the following Sunday. Mm. Last time I was in Philadelphia, and. Unless something. I I knew I was going to be. Stop! (laughs) Oh!